Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We'll get some updated projections after free agency and trades on FFT and 5. Adam and Heath here to talk about some of the latest projections, some of the ones that they've been, I don't know, kind of difficult or kind of surprising, kind of aggressive when it looks at uh, Zach Ertz and Juju Smith-Schuster. Heath, let's start with the Cleveland Browns trading for Deshaun Watson. You've talked a little bit about Nick Chubb. You're probably a little bit lower on him. We, we never really talk about Kareem Hunt, though. So what do you have for Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt? Uh, yeah, I've got them much closer than I expected to have. But whenever they've both played, they've been pretty close in actual results. So I guess that isn't surprising. But right now, Chubb is basically at RB20 at about uh, 229 fantasy points. And Kareem Hunt at RB26 at about 207. It's really about a point and a half per game or a point per game separating them. Which, again, I think is pretty consistent with the time they've spent on the field together. There's a variety of things that makes them difficult to project, but it's mostly just that they have been a team that has been extremely run heavy, and those runs have been dominated by these two running backs when they've been healthy. And now they're adding Deshaun Watson for the largest guaranteed contract ever, which suggests to me that they might want to throw the ball more than they have in the past. Watson has not been someone who has targeted his running backs in the passing game all that much, as you would expect from a quarterback with a big arm who's also very mobile. Um, And Chubbs never really earned targets at any sort of rate at all. So I I think you worry about Watson taking 20, 25% of the rush attempts for the team, the total number of rush attempts coming down, and then they're not really being targets to replace that. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I think people probably gonna have a, a fairly decent idea of how they feel about Nick Chubb, but it's hard to know how to feel about Kareem Hunt. It's just such a strange role and now a different offense. All right, Juju Smith Schuster, you've got kind of a soft spot for him, and he's got a really big opportunity right now. As of now, the Chiefs they're in the market perhaps for a wide receiver, what we've seen reported. But as of right now, he's the most accomplished wide receiver by far. What are we looking at with Juju? Well, I and I don't know how to um how to feel about where I am. Cause I, I am a, a big juju believer and I don't think he's gotten a fair shake over the last few years, but I've got him at 143 targets for the season, which I think would be the second highest mark of his career. 97 catches, 1100 yards and eight and a half touchdowns, which in full PPR puts him at wide receiver 13 and non PPR puts him at wide receiver 15. There are guys projected behind him who I would rank ahead of him. He's going to end up being a, a mid-range number two wide receiver for me, depending on who they add. But I, it, they can't throw the ball to, ty- to Travis Kelsey 200 times. There's going to have to be a number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Mecole Hardman are not the kind of guys who've ever commanded a large number of targets. And we have seen it from Smith-Schuster in the past. He's played at least 14 games three different times. He's been a top 25 wide receiver all three of those. And when he was back with a quarterback who could throw the ball more than five yards, he was legitimately good. Had a 97-yard reception, I think, in back-to-back seasons and multiple plays over 50 yards um, over the first three seasons in the league. And that's just all disappeared over the last couple of years. If he goes into the year 
with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback, Travis Kelsey helping to draw coverage so he doesn't necessarily have to do it all by himself. I think he could be a borderline number one. And you like Zach Ertz right now, as of now. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty great situation for him. That shocked me in the second half last year, what they did with their targets, just because you think you know Cliff Kingsbury, and then Cliff Kingsbury shows you that uh, he really would like to use a tight end. He was on pace for, I think, 140 targets in the second half, had 67 in his final eight games. Now, a lot of that was without DeAndre Hopkins. But now he's going to be without Christian Kirk and A.J. Green, who themselves were getting about 30% of the targets. As it looks right now, I could see this being a very concentrated offense between Hopkins, Rondale Moore, Ertz, and James Conner. And that makes Ertz a surefire starting tight end. I actually have him in the projections just ahead of Dalton Schultz and Dallas Goddard. I'd probably rank him just behind those guys, but definitely a top 10 guy. Would you rank him ahead of Gronkowski if Gronkowski goes back to the Bucks? It'll be in that same range. I might go with Gronk just because I think he has a little bit more upside, but I, it's hard to have a lot more upside than what Ertz did in terms of volume in, in Arizona. All right, that is Heath Cummings, and I am Adam Azer, and we will talk to you uh, tomorrow. Emery Hunt will join us on Fantasy Football Today in 5. See you later, everybody.